think vision boards are incredibly powerful. They're actually one of the tools in my tool belt that I believe have enabled me to defy the odds and like, you know, make six figures being a spiritual hippie, dippy, trippy coach to have an incredible family and incredible husbands, like to buy a house on my income alone. Like it's just incredible. Right. And a vision board for me was such a tool to get there. But I think that the reason is because when I look at my pictures, I look at them through that lens. I'm Nat Olson, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's use the ancient wisdom of the numbers and our connection to our spiritual life to become guided and resourced professionals, move into that next level, bring in enchantment, impact, and income into our lives. Hey you, welcome back and welcome to this month's episode here on the Numerology Chick Podcast. So as you can see in the title, we are going to be covering what do we do when what we want isn't manifesting and what what do the numbers say about this? What are the metaphysical, spiritual components that could contribute to us being blocked and manifesting that next thing on our heart? I had a wonderful member over on the seventh floor on the Patreon membership ask this question. It's like, what happens when you have really been wanting something, desiring something, the picture of it is on your vision board, but like, it's not happening and you're getting discouraged and you're starting to not believe in it. What do you do then? I am going to reveal the common thematics that I cover with my private clients that can really help you move through this. Now, if you're new here, if this is the first episode that you've listened to about from the Numerology Chick podcast, if this is the first episode that you've listened to from the Numerology Chick podcast, I want to just remind you of something. All year long in 2024, we're really going to be focusing on this thematic of the number eight. 2024 is an eight universal year. So that means like collectively, we're all traversing this territory. The eight is the archetype of the CEO, the authority, the powerhouse, the master manifester. We are really going to be diving deep into advanced manifestation techniques, tools, and perspectives. And so the eight, if you read about the eight in numerology books, It'll say that the eight is this number of abundance and prosperity and power and prestige and business success. But one of the secrets that the eight holds is that all of those things are byproducts of something else. We covered this in depth in the 2024 yearly workshop here on the podcast, but just as a review, the the true power of the eight, the way that it delivers all of those things, is it bridges two worlds. One world on top of the other. That's how the eight is written. This year, we are going to be successful and abundant and, and filled with power to the degree to which we are actually bringing what matters to us, bringing our values to life in the external world. 
And this is something that we're going to actually be directly addressing to answer this question of what do we do when we get stuck, um, when we lose inspiration and we get discouraged around that desire. But I wanted to bring you back to this basic principle. 2023, a seven universal year, last year was the year of the seeker, the mystic. That was when we went into our cave. We might have struggled with meaninglessness, a lack of fulfillment that catalyzed us into isolation. It might have actually pulled us away from our industry, from our career, from our business for a second. Because the point of last year was to uncover that thing that really matters to you. That value, that message, that calling, whatever it might be. And then when we move into 2024, it's about bringing those values to life. So with all of that said, let's just directly address this question. One of the first reasons that we might be so discouraged and we might stop believing in that picture on our vision board is because when we look at the picture or when we're focused on the desire, we're actually focused on it from a not so useful or magical lens. I think that we oftentimes think to ourselves, the point of all the work that I'm doing is to manifest the thing, right? The moment of arrival is when the thing is here. So I know I am successful. I know I am accomplished for when it's literally right in front of me. But that is actually not what the eight teaches. The point, the focus, the lens that I want you to look through when you're looking at that beautiful picture on your vision board is that it evokes the person who would and could manifest it. I think that that is hard. (laughs) I think that all of us are so hypnotized by the physical world. It can be so powerful and distracting, right? Like we think the point is to manifest the thing. I think vision boards are incredibly powerful. They're actually one of the tools in my tool belt that I believe have enabled me to defy the odds and like, you know, make six figures being a spiritual hippie dippy trippy coach to have an incredible family and incredible husbands, like to buy a house on my income alone. Like it's just incredible, right? And a vision board for me was such a tool to get there. But I think that the reason is because when I look at my pictures, I look at them through that lens. Like, I allow the picture to evoke a state of being. (laughs) Here's another way to look at this. Um, You know what really trips me out? Why is there such a huge industry, a huge entertainment industry, where we just sit and watch a screen, (laughs) where we watch movies and we watch TV shows. And there are like bookstores with just millions upon millions of books. And we just sit and we just read these words off of a page. Like, why is this a thing? 
why do we do it? Do we do it because we're just waiting for that end where we see the character manifest the love, the success, the win, the victory? No. That is not why we are so enamored with story. The reason character development is a thing, and it's like an essential component, is because character development, these writers, these creatives know, is actually the process of manifestation, transformation, life itself, right? I believe that so many artists are tapped into sort of the collective unconscious and they're tapped into the fundamental patterns and the fundamental ways that things are, right? And so character development is a thing because this is just a part of the manifestation process. The way the main character becomes the hero gets to the end is through character development. They grow, they change, they evolve, they accumulate data, right? And their world changes because of that. And so imagine if we went to a movie or we were watching a TV show where there was no character development. It was just that five minute like end scene where they find their soulmate or where they manifest an incredible business or they finally win the Olympic games, right? Like, would you go and pay for that? (laughs) It wouldn't make sense to us. It wouldn't make sense. We wouldn't watch it. We would walk out of the theater. It would get bad reviews because we deeply understand on a spiritual level that what makes sense and what is true is the main character has to become the hero. They have to develop the qualities, the character, the experiences to get there. And that's the point, right? It's like, it's why stadiums are filled with sports fanatics. It's not about the sport. It's about seeing these athletes grapple with challenge to see these athletes develop capability and develop skill and overcome obstacles it's about the journey as cliche as that sounds so it's not about seeing them win it's not about like the beautiful end of the story we're so engaged and we could spend hours in front of this like square screen (laughs) because our human spirit knows that we are watching a secret to manifestation to sanctifying our life it's about becoming the person who gets there yes and this is why last month It was on my heart to share the eight-day manifestation challenge. Check that out because it is something that you could use all year long. It is a secret to my success. That visualization technique is about accessing that future self. It's about coming in communion with how you might be different 
or more developed, let's say, so that you could easily just be the person who could hold what you want. So the reason why we start to not believe in the manifestation and why we get discouraged is because when we look at the thing that we want, we're looking at it through the lens of what do I need to do to make this happen versus who do I need to become so that I could just be a person who can and who does. And when you focus on that, suddenly it catapults you into the present moment. Suddenly the metamorphosis happens now. And suddenly you actually become magnetic to not only those beautiful things that you want, but actually you become magnetic to the stuff that's actually worthy of you. I mean, this is where you hear stories of people saying like, I thought that what I wanted was this, but the universe, the zero, the divine gave me something that was beyond my wildest dreams. It's because they were playing with this principle, like become that person. And then what ends up coming to you is that or something that's even better. I think what's also really important to talk about here is the concept of time. And so... Sometimes when we think about become our future self now, like sometimes what we think about is like, oh my gosh, does this mean that I'm going to have to wait 10 years to manifest the thing, right? It's like, wait, Nat, are you telling me that I can't manifest the thing until I just completely become a different person? And I think that there's a couple of things to say here, just a couple of reminders. First of all, oftentimes the difference between us and that future self is very small. I'm talking about like it's the difference of one to two qualities that you need to develop. So it's not about time. It's about awareness. Okay? Some clients, they manifest like incredible new levels in a month. Some clients, it takes them years. The point though is that they're focusing on the right thing. They're focusing on becoming that person. And sometimes it takes a little bit of practice, right? It takes a little bit of practice to step into the role of being the CEO and the authority of your life. That's why the eight is hard. That's why not everybody does this. That's why most people don't do it. It's because there are a myriad of habits that we have in our day-to-day life and our thinking even in our spiritual beliefs which is a topic for another time like there is so much that we're programmed with that almost like defies that right so for some people it's harder it's harder to step into that ceo role if you feel powerless if you give your power away if you have a reality or a life history or relationships that are kind of like based on this notion that you are small like it can be harder to step into that right so sometimes there's a learning curve here sometimes it it does it takes a little bit of support a little bit of love accumulating tools that you didn't even know were there but time isn't so much the issue right it's awareness it's focusing on the right thing it's doing the work that actually is going to move needle one of my favorite movies i talked about this in 
the podcast before, but one of my favorite movies to kind of illustrate this point about become your future self now, and that that's where all of the manifestation magic is, and that's where the breakthroughs are, and the progress, and the momentum, and everything, um, is the movie I Feel Pretty. I think it was called I Feel Pretty with Amy Schumer. It's such a brilliant movie because the premise of it is that Amy Schumer is this like sweet soul who is just really struggling in her life, right? Like she is not successful in dating and her job sucks. She's like working in this weird basement. (laughs) And so she goes to this spin class and accidentally falls off her bike and knocks her head. And when she comes to, one thing has changed inside of her. She just wakes up thinking she is the hottest thing to have walked the earth. (laughs) Nothing physical has changed, right? Her body isn't different. Her hair isn't different. Her qualifications aren't different. Her gifts aren't different. She just wakes up with this new state of being, with this new quality. I'm confident. I love myself. And the whole plot of the movie is about how her whole life changes because she simply starts to show up differently because something within her changed, something internal changed. It's absurd. The plot is absurd. And yet, why do we watch it? Why does it make sense? Why are we transfixed by this story? because there's a part of us that actually knows it's true. Writers are tapping into deeper truths and necessary patterns of what is real, of how reality actually works, right? Of what really is at the core of transformation and manifestation. And that plot just makes sense. So things slow down or we get discouraged not because the thing isn't manifesting, not because we're not like making progress and beautiful things aren't happening, but it's just because we're actually focused on looking at that thing from the wrong lens. For the character in I Feel Pretty, the thing that moved the needle for her was not, I'm going to go out and find the right guy. I'm going to go out and find the right job. What moved the needle for her and created this like slipstream of absolute mind-bending transformation in her life was an internal shift. So the eight doesn't want to manifest. The eight wants to become the kind of person who could manifest that thing. Last year was not for nothing. You unearthed who you really are or what is really on your heart or what your true calling is or what really matters to you. And it's now time to become the person who embodies that. So I'm going to give you some journal prompts. These are journal prompts that I give my VIP clients behind the scenes to break through these manifestation blocks. Okay, I'm also going to paste these questions in the show notes so that you could just like copy and paste it into a Word doc. Here's the first question. 
what would your present character in the storybook of your life, your present you, what would you have to overcome to get to that image on your vision board? Like what dragons might you have to slay? What fears might you have to face? I think that when we are focused on the physical thing, we actually start to ignore the pieces of guidance that we receive about what we need to do. And maybe even the uncomfortable things that we need to do, the fears that we might need to face to be able to become the person who can arrive, who can hold that next beautiful thing, right? So what dragons might you slay? What fears might you have to face? Um, For some clients, it's like, They've been receiving guidance for a long time on, I have to put up boundaries with customers or clients. I have to do new terms and conditions. I have to fire that real big problem employee. I have to remove this toxic person from my life, right? But they're like, no, 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 no. That's not what I need to do to manifest this magical thing. Like, I just need to keep visualizing it. I need to go back to it, right? very often to become that person we might actually have to get outside our comfort zone and stretch the edges our prayers are always being answered we're always getting inspiration and guidance from that infinite intelligence on what to do next to become that person to step into that hero role but oftentimes the guidance that we receive is rather inconvenient (laughs) it's like i'll do anything but that right So it can be so incredibly clarifying to journal on this. That alone, this one set of questions alone can actually clue you in to why you're feeling so stuck and discouraged because the assignment is there and you just don't want to accept it. Here's the other thing to journal on, and this is connected to the eight-day challenge. I actually specifically designed the ZPF visualization technique to have this question in it because this is so powerful. What internal qualities might you need to develop to become that future self, to become that person that could hold the thing that you want? One of my favorite things to say to clients is that the difference between the you now And the you who has the thing that you want is actually very small. It's usually the difference of like one to three qualities. And it's different for all of us. Like I can't unfortunately answer that question for you. Numerology can sometimes help. Um, Obviously coaching can help. But like for some clients, it's to slow down and relax. For other clients, it's to be more proactive and take action, (laughs) right? For some clients, it's being more boundaried. For other clients, it's being spiritually guided. I mean, the possibilities are endless. But what is absolutely insane is I have not talked to a client who didn't have the answer. And the answer is always unique and it always takes my breath away. It's not something that I could have like necessarily thought up. It's unique to each one of us. It is encoded in that future self. So take a wild guess. (laughs) Trust your inner wisdom on this. 
What internal quality might you need to develop to become the person that could just easily manifest that thing that you want? And here's the last thing that I want to give you. This is a really, really big one. Um, Might you need to shift what you are serving? Right? So if you're going to become the person who can and does manifest the thing on your heart, that future self, are they serving something different than what you are presently serving? For a lot of my clients that are service-oriented professionals, one of the things that comes up a lot, present self is people-pleasing. That is what they're serving. I am serving pleasing people. That future self that is holding what they want and can easily hold it is actually serving the calling, serving the mission, serving the body of work. Yeah? Another example is like, are you serving like the money? And I think it's actually hard to catch this because most of the people that are in my circle and that I work with, they're not like egotistical, greedy people. They're not people that are just out to get the money. But sometimes what happens is like, if the goal is like, wow, I really want to feel abundant and I want to be, be supported and I want to be able to be resourced to be at my best so that I can serve, they'll focus on that revenue goal or they'll focus on the money, right? But again, get discouraged when it's not happening and it's not coming. Well, I wonder if it's just because you're serving the wrong thing. Absolutely, money and resource is something that's there, that's coming, that's available. But what if the way that you tap into that is serving something different? So as an example, when I focus on the money, I make less money. But when I serve the calling and my values and that body of work and mission, the money comes rolling in as an example. So journaling on like, what does my present self serve? What is my present self devoted to? And what might my future self who has that thing, what might they serve can be groundbreaking. So we just skimmed the surface This is obviously a very nuanced conversation. This is where your numerology can help out tremendously. Every single number in numerology, they kind of have their own manifestation blocks. Like they have their own ways that they sabotage themselves, right? So if there is something specific coming up for you where you're like, okay, this is what's blocking me, or this is what I'm scared of, or this is what doesn't make sense, leave it on the blog below. Here on the um, seventh floor on the Patreon membership, I will be answering one of those questions. A question that is coming up for you, a block, an insecurity, a doubt, or a fear around manifestation. And if you want to join the seventh floor, there will be a link in the show notes. It's $5 a month. You can cancel in the back end of Patreon in your settings at any time. And I will upload that bonus episode, that bonus audio where I'm answering one of your questions by the 15th of the month. 
So ask away below and I will choose one of your questions. And just remember, you guys, if you've been listening to me for a while and you're like, gosh, I am ready to make 2024 my best year yet. I want to move to that next level. I want to actually get paid to be me. I want to actually make money in a glorious way and tap into aligned success. This is what I specialize in. This is my zone of genius. It is to help seasoned professionals really tap into their calling and their genius so they can actually make an abundant living doing what they really want to do and living a life where they can be at their best. So if that is you, there will be also a link in the show notes to book an intro session so we can get to know each other, so we can go over the two most powerful numbers in your chart and really assess which one might be key to your next manifestation breakthrough. Okay, guys, I'll talk with you again really soon, and I'm sending you big hugs.